Hi, I'm Sherry Youngward. Welcome to the Quiet Place podcast. This is a place for you to come up for air anytime, day or night, and find a quiet moment of replenishment and rest. I am so glad you are here. If you would like to hear about upcoming gatherings, new music, and women's events, please join my email list. Also, if you would like to help support this podcast, first of all, thank you. You can do all these things at sherryyoungward.com. Thanks again. This episode is dedicated to Karen Kay. First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 through 8. I passed on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scriptures said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scriptures said. He was seen by Peter, and then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by more than five hundred of his followers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he was seen by James, and later by all the apostles, Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him. Those are words by the Apostle Paul. I have played at many different places for Easter. I've played in big, outdoor, rented venues and for small, medium, and large gatherings. In 25 years, I have never been home on Easter. That is until 2020. I have witnessed whole families come to faith on Easter day. One treasure of singing is I see the faces of those who may stand up or come forward. I still remember some of those faces. Along with the places I have visited, I have also heard a lot of messages. Sometimes the message might share evidences of the resurrection of Jesus. And often the verse I just read is part of the evidence. Hundreds of people witnessed Jesus after he gave his life. Many Easter Sundays as part of my preparation thought about my personal evidence and proof that Jesus is alive and active in my real life. If someone were to ask me how I know Jesus is alive and real, what would I say? Often, I share in just a minute or two before a song how God met me in my real life with His real life a time when He really did restore my soul, or give me peace when it made no sense with what I was seeing or feeling. I think I can say every song I write and sing and every podcast I record 
has something to do with how he has met me in my real life, with his real life. In the middle of thinking of all these things, I was texting a friend. The subject was allergies, looking for some relief. I asked what she used for help, and she asked me what I used for help. Then I randomly asked her, if you have time, dot, dot, dot. If you had to explain to someone who didn't have faith yet how you know Jesus is real and alive, what comes to your mind? How does he show himself in your real life? This was the reply that she sent back to me. In my life, he is real in the miracles I've seen and the supernatural comfort I've received when miracles didn't happen. I see evidence of his existence in the transformation of hearts only he could touch. His truth gives purpose to struggles in this life, and in many ways, believing he is real is a choice first, a necessary acknowledgement that precedes the feeling of his presence. I see his working in my life currently as I watch the power of prayer and scripture soften and loosen damage in our adopted daughter, done by her lived experience. I see his intelligent design in the neuroplasticity of the human mind and its ability to heal. It's in the whispers of his word to my heart in high-stress moments, as well as joyous ones. Nature and time spent in it speaks to his personality and creativity. This is what immediately comes to mind. To dive deeper would take more time. Smiley face. Regina has five kids, a husband, some animals. Time is precious. She dove pretty deep to me and answered within 30 minutes. This would have taken me hours. Don't think I didn't have to say neuroplasticity a few times. Her first sentence. In my life, he is real in the miracles I've seen and the supernatural comfort I've received when miracles didn't happen. Thank you, Regina. The peace of God that surpasses understanding. I just know you have your own stories, how Jesus shows up in your real life with his real life, both past and present. I have prayed for your peace today and for supernatural comfort in your real life from his real life. I will read from Isaiah chapter 9, John 14, 1 Peter 5, Luke 12, 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 Thessalonians 3, 
Romans 8, and Philippians chapter 4. So, take a nice deep breath and settle in while I read to you now. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. And don't worry about food, what to eat and drink. Don't worry whether God will provide it for you. These things dominate the thoughts of most people, but your Heavenly Father already knows your needs. He will give you all you need from day to day if you make the Kingdom of God your primary concern. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus.